Welcome to Jerry File. My name is Rona, and this is going to be the news unplugged. We're just going to do it. We're not going to make this real fancy, just like everything else we do here. It's just kind of off the cuff and on the run. There's a lot of things that Jerry File works on that we can't always report on. So we just would like to bring awareness to some of these topics that that we do associate ourselves with. Um, when it relates to both missing persons, human trafficking, domestic violence. We also take part in efforts across the country to to help victims get out of domestically violent situations and also help them with rehabilitation. The headlines we're going to cover in these in these unplugged news reports are are basically just going to bring light to some of the things that we work on, and some of the things are just related to topics that we cover. In these unplugged news episodes, I just want to bring everybody topics that Jury File works on that we can't always talk about. Um, there's a lot of cases that we work on that we can't talk about. Some of those cases are going to be included in here. I'm almost tempted to do this Bill Burr style where we can just draw the mic back a little bit and yell at everybody and then come back in, but we won't do that. We'll try to keep it slightly professional, maybe. Okay, coming from the Northwest Indiana Times, a Portage, Indiana man was arrested for charges relating to CSAM. I'd like to note, though, that the Northwest Indiana Times has the title of the article as portage man bored with adult pornography turned to children police say what that's the headline we need to talk to the people at the northwest indiana times just as much as we need to talk to mr patrick alanas 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 we don't even care if we say his name right a 24-year-old portage man nabbed with dozens of videos and photographs of child sexual abuse material told investigators that he began viewing the items online after becoming bored with adult pornography, according to newly filed charges. I get it. A 24-year-old portage man nabbed with dozens of videos and photographs of child sexual abuse material told investigators he began viewing the items online after becoming bored with adult pornography, according to newly filed charges. Allen has acknowledged that he has a problem but said he has been able to control his urges after deleting child pornography earlier this year. He stated that he became disgusted with himself. Yes, yeah, so did we and realized that what he was doing was wrong. Okay. Alanez, who was booked into the Porter County Jail on Tuesday afternoon, is charged with five counts of possessing child pornography. Include, do you, can you tell him he's tired of talking about this? Um, but we've been in these dark corners now for years, and that's why Jury File exists. So I have to be more adamant about bringing this out. Um, but I don't like talking about this because these people are vile. Alan is, who is booked into the Porter County Jail on Tuesday afternoon, is charged with five counts of possessing child pornography, including three counts that carry a potential sentence of one to six years behind bars if convicted, a court document shows. 
the Indiana, um, the Indiana State Police Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force said it began investigating the case after receiving a tip from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Let me just tell you, if you need help, if you have someone that is that is speaking to your child, or if you have a situation like this in any capacity, they're the ones to contact. The National Center for Missing and, Missing and Exploited Children will take that and they will pass it off to the proper resource. This is nothing to play around with and it's nothing to wait on. I have parents that contact me every single day, every single day. Do you know how crazy that is? Some of you don't even hear from your own thoughts every day. And I hear from parents every single day messaging me and saying, this person's talking to, I don't, I don't trust this guy. Get a bad vibe from this. Get, just follow it. Just follow it. Take it, take it on, follow it like you're queuing on and it's a rabbit hole because you just have to go down it. You have to make sure that whoever that person is that you have a bad vibe about or is kind, there's no reason for an adult online to be contacting your child, first of all, unless you know that person in some, some capacity, it's a teacher, it's a family friend it's this person or that person and they're contacting them for a reason otherwise there's no point there's no reason for an adult to be contacting a minor keep that in mind because it often starts as an innocent interaction and it doesn't often and it doesn't always seem bad at first it seems like oh well they just maybe they just you know they're they're innocent they don't mean anything by it Follow it. Make sure. And if you ever do see anything, that's who you call the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They will help you figure it out. And most importantly, you can go over to missingkids.com. You can click on the help section and go to cyber tips. If you'd like to report a cyber tip, you can do that. Um, that you can do it right there on their website, or you can call 1-800-THE-LOST, which is also 1-800-843-5678. 1-800-THE-LOST is a 24-hour hotline. You can use this hotline if you think you have a missing child. You can contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited, missing and exploited Children 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. So the Indiana State Police Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force said it began investigating the case after receiving um, a tip from the National Center of Missing Children. That's what we just covered. Dropbox, which provides an online file-saving sharing service, identified Alan as... Investigators said they discovered dozens of sexual images and videos in the account involving children. State police obtained a search warrant and stopped Alan as on Tuesday in his vehicle, took possession of a cell phone. They took Alan as in they took Alan as back to his home where other family members cooperated with police. Alanis at first said he had no idea why he was being investigated and denied using any online file file storing services. He stated that he viewed pornography on a daily basis. After claiming he must have been hacked, he admitted to following a link that led him to child pornography on a Dropbox. He admitted to viewing that material and said he used a Dropbox account to store child pornography. 
Allen has reportedly told investigators he deleted the material earlier this year and is no longer in possession of any child pornography. Okay, well, we don't, we don't really, we don't really believe Allen is, but that's that. Um, he, of course, has the presumption of innocence until proven guilty. So we'll put that there. So keep an eye out for that cyber tip line on our website. You can direct people there. It's a good tool, a good resource to know in the back of your mind in case you are contacted by someone or see something online and you need to provide a resource to someone. The best part is they have the they have the greatest resources for that. So by calling them, you're going to get access to those resources. And of course, this week, I'm not going to read the headlines, but this week, Josh Duggar was also sentenced, finally, even though it took far too long. He was sentenced to 12 and a half years, which is absolutely heinous. What There was just under 600, um, 500 and some, literally almost 600 images, videos downloaded. I won't mention or reference the name that everyone else did, but I just want to say the people that covered the Josh Duggar case, um, there was, and we don't call out creators here, we don't do that, but one that we will, of course, would be the the vial without a crystal ball. I don't, I don't think there's any reason not to call that out. People covered this case, and I'd like to point out one thing they did, and if you aren't aware, Josh Duggar, of course, is the really gross face that's known. He shouldn't be called a celebrity or anything like that. He's really not. Um, he's a face that is known for awful things and all because of one TV show. So because his parents had this television show, his face had been plastered through the airwaves and everyone got to know this family, but they didn't really get to know this family, not the realities of what this family was doing through Bill Gothard and and um, many Baptist organizations that were doing horrendous things to young girls. So all in all, Josh Duggar has a has a jaded, has a colorful past of abuse on his sisters, molesting them. Um, there was the Ashley Madison scandal. And I'm I'm totally doing this just off of memory right now. Um, so don't don't hate me for for not being thorough. But um, there was the Ashley Madison scandal where he he got found out for being on a website that's specifically for cheating on your on your wife um, or your significant other. So he got found out for that. All all while he's part of the Basic Life Principles Institute. Um, and all of these things are really good to call out. Like these things are things that need to be known. They're doing awful, awful things behind the scenes. But here's the other thing that people called out. And I cannot fathom who thought that this was a good idea, Katie Joy. But it caught like wildfire. There is a specific video that has run years worth of circles around darker parts of the internet and people referenced that video people reference referenced the name of that video that i would just like to 
for you to bear in mind that the problem with people downloading these materials is that it keeps the action circulating. It keeps the need for it. It keeps the want for it. Every single time it's downloaded, that child is re-victimized. It also leads to another child being victimized because these things are wanted. They're celebrated. They're huge right now. This is, this is a big deal. There are a lot of people out there, probably some in your own communities that you have no idea that desire this type of content. And by allowing people to get away with continually downloading it, what, what, did, what did they do to stop people from downloading illegal music? I mean, they, they, they definitely cracked down on that. Not saying you can't do it, but they cracked down on it because there's money in it. Anyhow, I just like to point out that anyone who draws attention to the specifics, anyone who draws attention to the specifics of this content that's being downloaded, um, drawing attention to the behavior, uh, to how it's done, how to spot it, all the things that are useful, and and sometimes, yeah, a, a, victim, a victim's story should be told. But drawing attention to those types of specifics only makes people look it up. And I cannot tell you how much that traffic upticked after it was all found out. Don't encourage people to go down these rabbit holes. This stuff is vile and people don't need to be looking at it and raising the algorithm on it and raising the views on it. It needs no attention. We're going to go over one more article and then we may be back with another one of these later. If not, we'll see everybody tomorrow for more disgusting headlines. So this is out of Fox 12, Oregon. The headline is Vancouver man faces kidnapping charges after reportedly holding ex-girlfriend captive. On Thursday, 23-year-old Austin Drake Harrison pleaded not guilty after they always plead not guilty. <laughs> after being arrested and accused of beating his 19-year-old ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend wasn't his girlfriend anymore. Jana. Jana was her name. Holding her captive in his apartment in Vancouver for almost a week, Jana told police she was beaten, strangled, and even held at gunpoint at Harrison's apartment at the Columbia Waterfront Apartments at the Columbia Waterfront Apartments beginning on Sunday, April 23rd. Five days later, she was covered in bruises, escaped, and called for help. Court documents say Harrison kicked her, dragged her, and kicked her and dragged her by her hair and rubbed her face in dog urine. Oof. He started strangling me and trying to bend my neck over to snap it. I was just trying to get away and fight him off. Harrison was released on bail earlier this month after being arrested on four charges, assault, kidnapping, rape, and harassment. His bail was originally set at $1 million, but then lowered to $150,000 just enough for Harrison to be released with GPS monitoring. Because <laughs> that's going to help. When I first found out, I was really, really angry. It made, me it made me just fear for my life all over again. And getting a lot of flashbacks, too, says Jana. 
Jana says she felt angry, anxious, and broken. At the time of our interview, she hasn't left her apartment. She's afraid that he will find her. It's awful. On Thursday, Harrison didn't appear in court in person. He pleaded not guilty to all charges from his car via Zoom and was ordered from the court to stay away from Jana. It's like these people don't even have to take this seriously anymore. Just appear via Zoom in my car as I'm on my way to get a coffee. She says she hopes Harrison is found guilty on all charges. I feel like he does need to sit down and have some time to think about his actions and mentality. I want him to get psychiatric help for the way that he acted, and I want him to reap what he's sown in. Jana, I bet you do. Um, that's that's just an example of of why it's so difficult to get anything done about domestic violence and human trafficking. Because both society and our system doesn't seem to care about it. All right, we'll be back with more later. This will be a trial run. We'll see if we continue to do this or not. I think we'll do it over the next week or two and see how it goes. See you guys soon.